I'm really up for trying this. Seriously, can we try it? Like, if if Jamie's cool, like it'll take like two minutes, won't it? I'm cool. Don't worry about me. You're rolling it. That seems all right. Yeah, but no, it hasn't got the new stuff that we. Oh, I'll put that in. Dom, just good to me. Is that your bubble hash? Yeah. Did you ever feel so bad inside? So this is the early late night review with. Are we on? We're on. If we're live, we're just we're live. But you're going to have to speak into the mic. You're off mic at the moment. Um, what's happening is, came over to do a podcast, and Dom had to go into town to pick up. <laughs> so we've spent like the last hour just basically doing a shit drug deal in a fucking car park. But anyway, now that, that part of things took about ten minutes, Jamie. Yeah, we spent a lot of time moving. We're in Dom's garden. Yeah. This is it's a roaming podcast, and today we're in Dom's garden. It's the first time I've done a podcast outdoors. That's Roman podcast. Roaming. It's a lovely, it's a lovely day. Ed's off mic. Uh, Ed's. Ciao. Hi. Yeah. There we go. He, that smells nice. Well, it doesn't smell nice. It smells horrible, but it smells exactly like my youth. You know that cheap hash smell? <laughs> cheap horse smell. Is it cheap, Dom? shouldn't be quite as cheap as the kind of soap bar that you're referring to from your past, I think, Jamie. According to my information in front of me here, uh, routinely test between 30 and 60% THC. Is that good? That's 30%? Between 30 and 60 is fucking incredible, if you look. Pardon my French. Um, yeah, Gen- general decent quality flour. I don't know why I'm doing inverted commas because people can't see me doing air quotes. Uh, general qual- like high quality bud, shall we say, is <laughs> about 20, 20 to 25%. Dom should have his own podcast. Don't you should have a podcast about smoking weed because you've gone through the ringer. You've smoked. Last time I did a podcast with you, we were in your bedroom listening to metal and you were sucking on those plastic bags. <laughs> you had the vaporizer. I didn't did you? have my vaporizer going last time, yeah. So I'm going to hold it in a minute. Okay, but that is an expertly, expertly um, rolled. That looks like something out of a fucking cartoon. It's perfect. Spot on. But yeah, so so potentially this all could be almost twice as strong as what we normally would have. All right, well let's do it live. Come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> I say let's let. Um, I mean I'm driving and not partaking. But you two, um, feel free to smoke and then let. The ideas flow. Also on the table, it's a green <laughs> jug of smoothie. It's a green jug. It's a smoothie. It's got blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, banana, some protein powder. Can I have a sip? If you like. Yeah, I've got, it looks I've, like I've got a water angel here. delight, doesn't it, from when you're a kid? It's, it's all lumpy. Is it meant to be lumpy? Oh, it's like sick. All it right, looks thank like you. it's going to be chocolate, doesn't it? It's not going to be. It's got... It looks like something out of a pond or like <laughs> it's... Or something. Right, Ed, here's the technique. You're probably going to have to hold the mic. You need the mic pre- okay. pretty close to your, your mouth. Oh, jeez, that's bad, Dom. Horrible. It's got a nice nutty taste at the end. And it's got, I forgot, it's got peanut butter in it, so... No, there you go, that's the nutty taste. And it's got um, chia seeds, flax seeds, that kind of stuff, so that's Ooh. possibly why it's got a slightly thicker consistency. I nice. put the naked, you know, the naked smoothie. I make them, but I top them up with the naked smoothie. All right. That was it. A little gem for you. Well, what I do is I do protein powder, beetroot, ginger, milk, bit of ice, bit oh, of so you have seeds. dairy then? Oh, yeah. Demonising so, dairy. Fuck that. So you're stealing my quality vegan product here then? You're a vegan? Probably more plant-based than vegan. Are you? You don't eat meat anymore? No. I haven't done for about three years. Oh, you actually starting to eat how you look? 
But you look like a total vegan. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> Looks like a total vegan, yeah. Kind of long hair, chilled out, smoking a fatty. Right, what's it like, Ed? Yeah, nice. Lovely. What, what, what more can you ask? Yeah, we're in a lovely... We were in a lovely... Uh, Dom's house, right? It's Dom's parents' house. So we, it's a lovely house. I'm staring at the fence, actually. I should sit at the other side, really. I don't know. You've got, you've got, you've got all that greenery and everything. That house we're, used to not be there years ago. And that was woods behind there. Do you remember that? And we saw, we were on Dom's patio and someone wandered in. Yes. Dom's parents were away. Do you remember the, that? The house has always been there. The garden was massively overgrown. Oh, yeah. For but someone wandered years. in, didn't but they? Yeah. I think you got your baseball bat and stood outside with a metal baseball bat. I, actually, I do remember you again. saying um, someone was in the garden. No, the we day, all stood on the patio out. and said, what are you doing? Or something. And you ran upstairs and came out with a baseball bat. I'm sure of it. It's quite possible. Because um, it was first thing in the morning, wasn't it? Hadn't we like had a... like. But it was a party at yours. I was going to say, and like the following morning or something, yeah, people like I'm just a couple of people Dom's exploits at this house. No, it was great. Yeah, it was great. It's big, about big two or three of them, uh, like had seemingly like kind of scaled the fence, what decided to, uh, is perfectly acceptable to walk up my garden and like down the side of my house and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, interesting fact: that road there that we're pointing at, which is behind your house, so obviously we're backing onto another garden. That house is the road where the biggest gangster in Europe lives. Well, yeah. not in Europe, in Britain. I know a story about that. When he moved in, apparently all the crime in the area stopped. There were no burglaries. <laughs> well, like, would you in, would you burgle in the road where he lived? No, but they were really pleased. They said, oh, this gangster's moved in. They live on the main road, and all, yeah. the, all the crime stopped, apparently. So this house next door to you, Dom, is weird as well. Yeah. yeah Some weird <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah. that house. The, tri- the, the pyramid. And it's built backwards, the isn't children it? Children of God. So it's actually, it's a flat pat house that they put together. Yeah, it's, it's the 60s or something. Maybe, it, yeah, about the 60s or so, I think, I want to say. Yeah, totally facing the wrong way. Shit, that, that smell of hash is so taking me back. I haven't smelled hash in years. Neither have I. It's been, this This is one reason why I went to get it, because it's, uh, A, it's a treat kind of thing, because it's quality. But Dom deserves a treat. <laughs> Dom deserves a He works treat. hard. So what's the thing with the pyramid in the house next door? Oh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't there some weird child abuse thing yeah the, the children of god that i mentioned that was god i was secondary school uh, dom smelt burning flesh in his garden <laughs> it, it, it was oh god this is uh, is that it, true shall i go it, and get this, wendy to tell us about it she would wouldn't she yeah she would yeah we probably could but it was phone her mobile and get to come out no no, no 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 just you just Basically, there was some non- when, when, there was some nonsense when, in your house, when, but you weren't when quality we were, enough to get groomed. When we were growing up, there was the one family who originally owned the house, <coughs> and then uh, I guess they rented it out or something. Oh, I think Jack and Ori, come on! Yeah, I'll try. Like I say, it was an ongoing kind of story that went for a while. Uh, at one point, like a couple of kind of families seemed to move in, and like there were kind of kids around. There were minibus loads of yeah, kids. There, there were being a couple off of kind of like, transvan minibus type things, rather. And there seemed to be like multiple families, and there were quite a lot of kids there, which for us was really unusual. And it, this is a time when, like, because I'm the oldest of three, I had like two younger brothers. Like, my youngest brother is, what, six years younger than me? So, so I, how old were you? 12? 12 to 14-ish kind of thing. So did, your, like, did your brothers get approached? No, but my youngest brother was the one wanting... Well, he was the one, because, like, at primary school age and seeing young kids or whatever, he was wanting to kind of go and play in that, but they were, <laughs> fortunately, never really allowed to. They were always a bit, like... Shouldn't laugh, sorry. Yeah, well, what, well, what happened to them? They went, didn't do anything, did they? Police were all involved in the end. They got, oh, like, so it was, it was it a sex thing? Yeah, it was it's like a, a paedophilia ring or something, oh, essentially. It was like, a cult, wasn't it? Yeah, the Children of God are like a known kind of cult 
And they had a pyramid in the garden, <laughs> and they used to have kids in the, the pyramid. The pyramid thing or was a, a separate family. That's uh, another <laughs> what? story. The yeah. pyramid's another family. <laughs> but how do you bus kids in? How do you just go? Oh, I'm a paedophile. We're going to bus kids in. Where do you get kids from? This was in the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, people are more lax, I suppose, but. Still, well, because Savile, yeah. it, it, it like yeah. about thirty years ago, Gary Glitter, Savile, it was all the rage, wasn't it, in the BBC back then? It was all the rage. But it, jo- it, John Peel having a fourteen-year-old yeah, like, girlfriend. It, there was just weird comings and goings. There were lots of kids around and that, but we, we were never allowed to like go round, and they were never allowed to come around to us or anything. There was no real interaction. Good parenting by your parents there. Intuition <laughs> kicking in there. What's your mum was right. What's the pyramid story then? Uh, the pyramid story, like, um, after there was, like I say, yeah, this whole fucking police raid and they took everyone away from that, like, an- another family moved in uh, later on. He Your microphone's going to stink of weed. <laughs> 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 He's puffing weed into the... Uh... Uh, my apologies. Uh, right, so some people moved in and, and they built a pyramid. Why did they build a pyramid? Uh, the pyramid came from the... I said... <laughs> it was... A <clears throat> Originally, it was fucking getting any answers out of you, mate. Like. <laughs> no, it's it's not an easy story to tell. I'm sorry that it's not like I haven't thought this through. Kind of, I haven't planned to tell this story, so I haven't got like kind of all the details that I can kind of. What, why did they build the pyramid? In a nutshell, he was <laughs> he was a bit in a sentence. He was a kind of a crazy new age-ish kind of. Uh, it was all to do with that kind of I say psychic energies and yeah, yeah. meditating and all kinds of weird kind of shit. So. It was like a wood panelled room that he painted like top to bottom in a black paint. Oh, uh, yes. Constructed this big wooden pyramid <laughs> that you were supposed to kind of sit inside and like meditate and stuff. It, he right. was very strange. He apparently had some, um, uh, to use an old school term, knocking shops up in town. He had like kind of like it's run a club or something se- like that. Yeah. Sex house. I wish I'd have met him. Be, sounds like a really good guy. So he so he was basically just into spirituality, but also had brothel. Also, yeah, pimp. yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 also, yeah, we can classic look like now, again, like twenty years, Yin and now, like 20, 30 years ago, <laughs> past kind of thing. So yeah, we can look back and laugh at it. But yeah, and then and then what? And now was it normal people? It's a relatively normal family that been there now. <laughs> relatively <for> normal. <laughs> It's still backwards. I can, I'm looking at it now, and that definitely is the front of the house, isn't it? Yeah. But we're at the back of the house. Yeah, it was a prefab house kind of thing. That, Imagine yeah. building it backwards. What a fuck-up. Like Swiss or, or Scandinavian, one of the two, yeah. All right, nice. So can we also talk about the fact that your dad is a spy? Uh, we could touch on that, one, yeah. <laughs> He's been in, in Singapore in, in, recently. International man mystery. Travelled to the USSR in the 80s and stuff. Um, Wrote military books, but yeah. for some reason it was went, always away. Went to, went to Afghanistan, <clears throat> yeah. Belize, all kinds of crazy places. So. That's feel like. Definitely feels like he, he works for the government. Yeah, he's an independent journalist. Yeah, he's freelance kind of stuff. Aviation journalist. To, well, to, we're, we're, predominantly military aviation is what he's kind of dealt yeah, with. Yeah, that's a spy. He's mate. always <laughs> been on holiday at every significant <laughs> historical event <laughs> since the 1980s. <laughs> I'm into, I'm into military aviation. Uh, can I see some of the stuff you've done? You, you, you wouldn't have read it. Um, spy planes and stuff. So. Yeah, okay. And then you followed in. I was, was going to tell you, you want an interesting podcast. <laughs> oh, be I arranged to chat with my dad and get him to tell you some stories. Too. Maybe we need your mum to tell us about the, the children of God and your dad to tell us about his line of work. Yeah. As well. Anyway, let's chat to Ed because we haven't had Ed on the podcast before. Yeah. Ed is my most talented friend, I reckon. Super, super, supersonic musician. Yeah, we do kind of um, underestimate it. And uh, amazing artist. 
And um, what and the reason one of the reasons I wanted you on the podcast, Ed, was I've just lost my job right through furlough. I've been an office man for twenty years, and I've just lost my job. And I want to go and make my own, making my way in, my, in the world today. Takes everything you got. So anyway, I want to. I learned to play that on keyboards. Yeah, I, I want to. Nice. You should get a keyboard down. Uh, we should. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so Ed, you gave up. You, you used to teach in a school, didn't you? Yeah, I worked five days in a school. Yeah, sometimes three days, sometimes five days. And you and you gigged on the side. Well, I worked two jobs basically, and then. But now you're a full-time musician yeah. slash artist. Yeah, and then I did, got back into art <coughs> to kind of replace the. Yeah, your job. art's fucking shit hot. Cheers. Do you want me to plug you? Shit do, you me, hot. do you want me to plug <laughs> your Instagram? Uh, yeah, it's Ed Benstead Art. Ed Benstead Art on Instagram, really fucking good art. So Ed is a great artist and he's a great musician. So and quite and, and a bit of a spiritual dude as well. Well, yeah, don't know. Apart from COVID, which has fucked everything up, how did it go quitting your job? It was just stressful. My job, I hated it. And then I had like, um, well, it turned out it was from a throat infection, but I thought it was from stress. I had this horrible psoriasis skin thing for about two months. Yeah, but stress lowers your well, immune system. Yeah, but it was to do with the throat infection ultimately in the end. Yeah, but where but, did that come from? Probably stress. Yeah, but anyway, I was definitely run down. I was working two full-time jobs and then I thought, I've done this for 12 years. Fuck, yeah. Fuck it. Take a gamble. So I did. I've been doing art for a bit. And then I got signed off, you know, for a couple of months with stress and I thought, that's it. Time to make a change. Just do what I love completely. Give it a, gam- give it a go. Nice. And so I did. And then I was doing really well. And then it was the lockdown. So what did you well, do? Here we are. How do you sell your art? All online, all word of mouth, Facebook, Instagram. I've made a website actually, but I've nearly finished it. Edbenstead.com. You know you asked me about Squarespace. I, I did, did it on Squarespace. Well I yeah. just made a Squarespace website. Let me yeah. show you it. I thought I thought it was excellent actually. For my writing and comedy and all that shit. Uh dot com. So there you go. Yeah, it was fun actually doing it. Yeah. You could buy domoliver.com for yeah. 84p <laughs> or something. <laughs> so there you go. That goes to my writing and then about... And like yeah. there's, there's nice. My, there's my comedy page with a picture of me doing stand-up, stuff to my YouTube pages that I've done with comedy on it. And Did you see Chris Fry's thing on Facebook, his video? No. Oh, it's brilliant. What, He's he had like lots of people have watched it now. He, it was like he just made a f- short film of him like um, as the Prime Minister basically saying he stabbed someone outside... That outside number ten and got away with it and and like got away with it and he's made it. It's brilliant. It's really good. Well, Chris, he Chris Fry is another. You, you should chat to him. Yeah, he, he's yeah. another mutual friend and he is. He's uh, got he's got a lot to say. He's lovely. Lovely. Well, every guy. now and again you're watching a TV program and he pops up on it and you're like, oh fuck, he's because yeah, he, he's interesting. He's an actor, yeah, because he's an actor, he yeah. <coughs> extras work and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, he was in. I watched um, New Tricks or something. Right? Remember yeah. New Tricks? Yeah. yeah. And he was on New Tricks playing a copper, and I was like, "What the?" F-? Like speaking to Amanda Redmond. Yeah. I was like, "I got a minute." That's Chris. He's Fry. on an advert, quite a lot of adverts, isn't he? Uh, he was on EastEnders. Oh, but so he's so great. He's got EastEnders. Yeah. I can't think I've seen him much. Since. I did a one of the podcasts I had on a guy I know from comedy called Andy Obany. He's also an actor, and he's been acting all his life. He's in his sixties, and I was chatting to him. He was in. Um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Really? As, a, as an extra. Yeah, as an wow. extra. But I mean, he's been in like, you know, proper stuff. He's a proper actor. Yeah. So I reckon we've got quite a lot of creative friends. Yeah. Like Dom looks the most creative and he's, the, he's like the least creative. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, my artistic merits kind of stopped at secondary kind of. Chris is um, interesting though. You should, he's got like no fear of doing what he wants to do. He's never really had a job, he's had the odd part time job. He's got no fear of no, he's no doubt yeah, in he's his mind. That pub, didn't he? Yeah, but there's just no doubt in his mind. 
what he wants to do and he just does it really? and makes it happen. He's excellent. Oh, yeah. See, I love talking to people like that. Yeah, he's very good. Well, what about you and doubt? You've, you've never doubted yourself about music, Yeah, everyone you? does. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, do you ever think, oh, I'm shit at trumpet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I work hard, though. I practice. I work hard. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise how much Nigel Kennedy practised. <coughs> the violin, yeah? Yeah, he fucking practices like hours and hours a day. You just think you just think these people are like naturally talented. Actually, they're like no one no one who's successful hasn't worked hard for it. Yeah. And I think that's the the thing. It's like I thought that Mark Zuckerberg had just got lucky, but it turns out he's like a super genius. Well, he had a good idea, didn't he? Well, you well, you say he had a good idea, but if I said to you when MySpace was out, "Oh, I've got an idea for a MySpace. social social network," you'd be like, "Well, it's been done. What? Fuck off." Cuz he's clever. Yeah. And and he and he well it evolved as well didn't it Facebook I think and um, but he drove he drove everything forward he's like like an Elon Musk super yeah. fucking what clever. an awful responsibility having all that money it'd be horrible you reckon yeah I think he's got a responsibility because he runs Facebook a million quid would do uh, someone I saw something on social media someone said that anyone that earns over nine hundred ninety nine million or whatever there should be no billionaires once you get yeah. to a billion every prof, every bit of profit you make should be given back to you know, I don't know whether I agree with that because billionaires create shitloads of jobs and opportunity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Be a lot of pressure, oh, isn't it? I can hear something. Is that my phone interfering? Yeah, it is. Shit. Um, now, a million is nothing. You could, you could probably buy Dom's house for a million. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Cover- <laughs> a million would be fine. But you yeah, get this house you, and then you'd, you'd have to pay the rent. M- millions one thing, but well, billi- not the billi- billions what? A hundred million? No, um... A thousand million. A thousand million, exactly. You, you think about that. Well, you have that much money, it makes money. You have so much money that you just make money. Yeah. Yeah. And half I, these people don't pay the taxes that they should, so it's... Yeah, but they're making jobs and opportunities. What, you mean Amazon and things like that? Well, he's set to become the first trillionaire. Yeah, which is just... Well done. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Congratulations. And, and he treats his stuff like total shit. Exactly. You look a little bit like Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> You do, you just need to get jacked now and then get a really fit mistress. Is yeah. he jacked? Oh, he's jacked now. Really? Oh, mate, he's full-blown. I take testosterone and maybe steroids. Yeah, he always wears, he wears like, sleeveless gilets and stuff, and he's got, like, full-on... He's 50-something, he's got full-on beefcake arms. Yeah, thing, super yeah. guns, yeah. Well, what would you do if you're a millionaire? That's what you do, isn't it? A billionaire. Billionaire? Yeah, what would you do if Give you're a billionaire? all away, apart from a couple of million. I don't believe you would. Of course I would. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You'd give you away solve, 998 you, yeah, of million. Course, of course. Well, Bill Gates is doing the right thing. You he, could solve he, a, the the homeless problem, you, or whatever. That sounds naive, or whatever. But you could, of course. I yeah. say you could be you don't need away, more like, than a fucking house, do you? And, and to know you've got security for your. Well, they've family. all got charities. They've all like Bezos has got I'm a charity. I'm not saying they don't. You said, what Must would I do if I was a billionaire? All right, yeah, fair and enough. I said I'd give it all away, apart from a couple of million, and have a... But don't you think it's better to have an institute like Bill Gates has got? Um, p- possibly. I would look into that or something like that, but yeah. I feel sorry for Bill Gates. He's lifted humanity so much with computers and technology, and now everyone's just like, oh, you're killing everyone with 5G and COVID. And it's like, yeah. you can't win. We noticed the 5G tower walking the dog, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. What do they look like? Just like, well, just looked like a phone tag. Could have been a 4G one, but it looked <laughs> like it was new. One. I hadn't noticed it before, but I could have made that up as well in my mind at the time. So there was a thing; those kids made a website, like just geeky kids, of made a website of where all the phone towers were. Did you see that? No, I missed and that. And then, actually. and then they had to take it down because people were finding it because of all the conspiracy stuff about 5G and burning and them all down because they put the out. locations of 
every phone mask just because they were geeks for like they've been doing it for years it's yeah, like their yeah, life's yeah. work <laughs> since they were at school or whatever <laughs> it's going to be taken down because of some tinfoil yeah, hat wearing burning them all down yeah Fucking and uh, people were getting beaten up engineers putting in fibre optic and were getting beaten up oh, it's mental isn't it yeah it's mental have you watched any David Icke on London Real I watched the, both of them actually yeah this, I, couldn't, mate, I didn't make it to the end of there's nearly there's five he's doing a, he's doing the, a fifth one uh, in a couple of weeks I felt quite disturbed after two of them I think it was like it was too much he, he David Icke lives in a world where everything has a double meaning and like any tragedy or any anything that happens at all is like well it's this is the, the Illuminati behind it and it's about controlling you it's like he doesn't believe the coronavirus he, he, is real. he couldn't seem to answer that when he was asked why would they want to control us like he couldn't seem to have an he's no. like a politician when it came to that bit Me and, Dom, me and Dom have just been doing pull-ups. Well, I, I think we should probably rephrase that. I, I, I attempted a pull-up, failed, and you've just done about 10 or 15 or something. Yeah, baby. You had a, you had a man break. Yeah, you should try something, Ed. I'll show you. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so Ed was asking me in the break, what happens is, obviously, we turn off the podcast and everyone just talks normally. We're, t- we're talking about good exercises. Jer- I have to find out that guy. He's called Jerry something. He's He does only body weight. And he's jacked as fuck, and he's so the person you want to watch. On what I want YouTube. is like a 15, 20 minute thing I can do every day at home. Yeah, there he is. That Jerry Texeria, or whatever his name is. Tejera. Tejera. I haven't heard that Tejera, but I know that's how you pronounce it from. I wouldn't actually want to look like that, though, would you? Well, he's fucking massive, mate. I would. Um, oh, who is it? It's uh, oh, Glover Tejera is a MMA UFC fighter, so that's how I know how to pronounce his name. Well, look, I'll send you, I'll send you that screenshot, right? But also, um, it's just amazing. You're like, well, how do I work out this if I haven't got the proper weights? And he'll show you a really good weight, and then you do it, and you're like, oh yeah, it's fucking hardcore. Ed is rolling another. But un- under Dom's under duress. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> and under duress. Look at my gun to his head, making him do this. Do you not smoke out the bags anymore then? The vaporizer. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. All right, you mix it up. Fair enough. It's like drink. I, I predominantly I vaporize. What are you doing with that smoothie, Dom? It's gonna go. I'm drinking it. It's gonna go rancid. Are you drinking it? It's been sitting there for twenty minutes. It was in his room from this morning. Was it? It spent an hour in my room. Yeah. Did it? I've drunk some of that. Are you serious? It, like it's got a personality. <laughs> it's oh, fucking... I was going to say, yeah, COVID won't get you. My smoothie will, Jamie. Right, I'm going to do, whilst Jesus. you're doing that, I'm going to do... Guns don't kill people. Dom's smoothies do. I'm going to do five more pull-ups. Try and make yourself vomit or something, Jamie, yeah. Jamie's pulling himself up. Pulling himself he's up. Look, currently he looks like Popeye. He looks like he's shitting himself. He's managed 1.5 pull-ups nice <laughs> no I only want to do five because I don't want to fuck myself up because I'm meant to be working out my legs and who cares I work out loads and I'm still like the skinniest 
skinniest out of anyone I know. Right, listen, tell me some good stuff, both of you. That, All right, get on the mic a bit more. Tell me some good stuff, both of you, that you've been watching on uh, general oh, this, is, this is what you wanted to talk about, wasn't it? Entertainment. No, I want good um, suggestions of stuff to watch. Uh, normal people. And also I want to tell you what I've watched. All right, normal people's good. I heard it's got the, the, the most saucy sex scenes on the BBC ever or something. It's pretty saucy. But it's not about the sex, it's about the emotional connection between Do two people. you see people. vagina on it? Or no. Lips? Or no, <laughs> no, no labia. No, they make it no. sound quite saucy, yeah. No, it's not, it's just, it's really tame. Exactly. For, for it's not. a BBC drama, then... I remember watching Barbed Wire here. You remember Barbed Wire? With Barbed Wire, the, <coughs> the Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, and, and it had the bonus track where you could watch her like on the swing or something. Do you remember that? Um, yeah, she did some kind of like a kind of solo dance routine type yeah. thing. She was on, and we put like on the DVD extras. And we yeah. we put it on and watched it. It was fucking ridiculous. So what I'm doing at the moment is we've got loads of we've got very good. We've got loads of stuff on Netflix. You know when you just add stuff to your list and you're like, oh fucking, I watch that, I watch that, I watch that, and you never do. We've decided what we're going to do is no matter what's on the list, we're going to watch it in order. So we watched Midnight in Paris yesterday. No, the day before yesterday. Really Which is a is Woody Allen film. Yeah. Oh, okay. On mic, if you're going to talk. And sorry. And then we watched uh, Mickey Blue Eyes yesterday. Any series on there? You got down on your list, or is it um, all movies? No, we did Ozarks. We did all the Ozarks, apart from season oh, three. Oh, good. Haven't done season three yet. Oh, excellent! I love that. Is it? Well, I loved all of it, but it got it. It, it was a bit slow in the start, and I tried to watch it once and left it for a year or something, and then tried again. It's good. And then I got. I, I've really enjoyed watching really really it. I started watching the second series of it, and I don't know, left it for some reason. But it's one I should definitely go back to because I really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. You can watch too much TV. At the I think during lockdown, it's acceptable to watch loads of TV. Yeah. But I'm, I find you can watch too much TV, and then people just get obsessed with like consuming content. I had to, I saw this thing actually on YouTube. Whilst <laughs> <laughs> consuming content. Yeah. About dopamine levels that your brain releases, and how if you watch you go on the screen too much you watch too many youtube videos or too much porn or too much facebook or whatever or even series too many, too, yeah, too much like, or netflix yeah. any of it your brain releases it's like an easy release of dopamine so you're like training yourself into not having the concentration to do harder 100%. You, you make things seem harder that aren't harder 100%. like reading a book or sitting still for half an hour and he was saying it's because you want rewards and the reason why i don't know if you've i found myself in this lockdown Going to look check a message on my phone and instead opening Facebook or something Fuck just yeah. on like Fuck and it's yeah. like your brain is conditioned to think you'll check it and you'll get some sort of dopamine reward. This guy was saying on this video for it and he said what you need to do is have a detox from well I hate the word detox because it's bollocks but you need to have a, a dopamine uh, yeah, but social so media you have to yeah. lower your it's like reset yourself so you have to have like a day of nothing like that but also you don't get any hard work done either you don't get and, and it's so for me it's been quite easy to fall into that well I've had because I've got a son as well obviously so I've been either with him yeah, yeah, or yeah. not doing as much creative stuff as I want to well every day I've been trying to write every day and I've I'm quite good actually at sitting down and just doing but when the you work. actually do it it feels much better doesn't absolutely. it absolutely like really and rewarding. that's the thing you, you actually feel better like with the art thing you've got to be in the mood to do it well there's this big thing isn't it like Stephen Pressfield he's a, a really famous writer and he wrote the book The War of Art and one of the things he says is just fucking show up every day and work like a professional he says you've got to treat it like a professional don't get too attached to the results yeah. don't get too attached to yeah. don't get too precious about it just turn up every day and produce There's, have you heard of the artist way 
Have you heard of the artist's way? I'm reading it now by Julia Cameron. She, Martin Scorsese's wife, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. And that's really good, isn't it? It's so good. I'm doing the morning pages. Yeah. Fucking hell. If you're cold, do you want to sit here? Because I'm in the sun. Y- yeah, don't mind. Yeah, go on, let's swap. Because I'm fucking... I'm wearing I'm a not jumper. Cold here, but have you got no t-shirt on underneath your jumper? No. Shall I, I'll swap if you want. No, because I need to be near here. Oh, yeah, that's true. You hold that. Bye. Oh, man, that smell just reminds me of your room, Dom. Old school, obviously. Someone seems to have had a shit in a glass in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be some live fucking... Like live cultures. Penicillin yeah. experiment going on. What was I saying? I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, yes. The it, artist way. Yeah, and she makes this really good analogy where she says, we've got like a reservoir of inspiration, and when we create work, we fish from that reservoir. And what you've got to do is you've got to kind of restock, refish that reservoir if you if you want to continue doing creative work and she says there's two ways to do it one is to unblock yourself with morning pages so you yeah you just got to let it out haven't yeah, you yeah so you just got to let it out and let's start start getting used to letting it flow and then the second thing she said is she calls them artist holidays where you spend i can't remember what she said exactly an hour or a few hours a, a week where you purposely go off to enjoy art so yeah. you go to a gallery or you watch a film. I did read... it. I did the whole book years ago and I wrote a best-selling children's book, but unfortunately I'd never taken it to a publisher or anything, but I did it and I wrote a really... Oh, you should self-publish. Yeah, well, I should do something with it, basically. It's on my list, yeah. Oh, mate, that's amazing. No, I'll take it to... A, I'll get it published by a big publisher, I think. And <laughs> Yeah, you just go to Osborne and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I prefer something like that, so... Or Penguin. Yeah. Pen- Penguin children's One of those. Classics. The ones that do the Gruffalo and Ladybird. all that. There'd um, be no problem. I've just got to get off my arse and uh, I can believe it though because form, you're format it. Actually, you're well. Do you know how to do all that stuff? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's all publishing. I don't know how to do any of that. Uh, I write uh, on platforms. I need to put it in a format of book format. It's the right number of pages and everything for a children's book. But what's it about? It's about a stray dog and a little boy, and the dog, funny enough, is called Jeff. And then when he gets the dog home, the dog can talk. But he f- and the dog tells him that he's got his tail struck by lightning and it meant, meant he could talk. And then he tells him no. he's lost his friend. And then they go through three different trials, just like the formula of a, of a book, of a kid's book, trying to find the friend and ask different people. And they go to three different places and then they find the friend and then you find out that the friend's actually a cat. And then so it's, it's just a nice story and it all rhymes all the way through and it's exactly the right amount oh, of mate. pages for children. And I've done all the illustrations. But you did it for your son, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. Well, my interestingly enough, my dad wrote um, loads of children's stories for me and my sister. Yeah. And I was thinking just yesterday, I'm going to get someone to do the illustrations for it. Don't know if you know an artist, mate. Yeah. And and <laughs> and, and, um, and then self-publish it. Put it yeah. put it onto Amazon. Okay. Well, I'll do the illustrations for free for you, and then I'll have a cut of the sales of the book. Or, or <laughs> I give you a flat fee. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. But, um, oh, that's wicked. Have you got a name for the book? Uh, no. Well, Je- it's Jeff, just called Jeff at the Jeff moment. Jeff the Cunt. Jeff, yeah. <laughs> Jeff the Lightning Dog. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, someone tried to tell me, do you remember, because um, I just dropped the C word there, do you remember the curious incident of the dog in the night time? Yeah. 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 I read that. I really liked it. And someone went, why are you reading that? It's a children's book. What? And I was like, it's not a children's book. It's got the C word in it. Yeah, no, that, one, there is no it, way. One of prize is a children's book. book. 
It was meant as a children's book. Really? It's not. It's 100%. Got this, it's Look, got, can you Google it? Yeah, give me my phone from down there. It's not a children's book because a bloke Please. bumps into him in the train station and goes, watch out, cunt. So there's no way that that is a children's book. Thank you. That's fine. All right, hold on. I'd be surprised if it was aimed as a children's book. Because they were taking Haddon, a piss. Isn't it? it won a prize. No, no, I think it's a woman book. who wrote it. Yeah. No, it was a man called Mark Haddon. Now you're thinking he's of Mark auti- Haddon, my autobiography. He's on the autistic spectrum. Uh, it's, By Mark Haddon, correct. <laughs> Correct. He also wrote Mark Haddon, the autobiography. Right. Um, he wrote the second book as well, didn't he? But I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, I was going to say, I know it dealt with a child who's on the spectrum, but I didn't think it was aimed at a. No, he's book. on the autistic spectrum, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And the, the character in the book, the main character of the book, is on the spectrum. Because yeah. I went to the show of it when I worked at the school, and it was oh, absolutely okay. brilliant. At the oh, okay. Hang there. on, hang on. It was published simultaneously in separate editions for adults and children. That's where everyone's so a winner, that, aren't they? Everyone's a winner. So there is there is a children's version of it. I wrote the adult. I read the adult version, unless she's, he's decided to include the word "cunt" for children. <laughs> Wait, is there a sex scene in the adult the, uh, version? <laughs> it's, all, it's all porn in the adult version. Um, it's what would be the porn name for it? Um, the curious incident of the hoe in the night time. The, cu- the curious incident of, of um, the bitch in the night of the, time. Of the bitch fucking the dog. <laughs> it's like a bestiality thing, I suppose. But people think they can write children's books because they're like, oh, children's books are easy. I actually think children's books are probably... No, they are really quite tough. Not that I've got any experience. I'm sh- oh, it was uh, Black Books, wasn't it? They did a whole thing about writing a children's book. Thinking oh. it was going to be really easy. It was going to be like a money-spinning thing uh, between Manny and... Oh, I forget who the yeah. main bloke is. Dylan Moran. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his character's name. Ma- Manny's the Bill... Oh, Bailey, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> that, I, I know what I'm talking about, honestly. That fucking bubble hash is getting to you. So why is it called bubble hash? Did, did I not explain it to you? It's um, the process they used to make it. Yes. <laughs> you, you, do you want to expand on that? Uh, I will. But I yeah, writing a essentially writing a children's book, I can imagine being quite difficult. In fact, one of the reasons why I know it's difficult is because my dad got back loads of rejection letters from his children's stories yeah. and he kept them all and they were all really good they were good feedback like, yeah. like they'd actually written like a page or two pages critiquing it but also no offence to my granddad, who was an actor and everything he was, I'm not going to go with him he was quite creative in his own right but creative family but my well my mum was an actress as well my dad was a poet Donovan was in your Donovan's family Donovan's in my he? family as well yeah but um yeah Gary Glitter's I'm, in your I'm, no. I'm, I'm creative I'm not talented there's a, there's a difference Bubble. What is bubble hash? No, Jamie. Actually, if you'd have put in ten thousand hours practice or something on a musical instrument from when you were a kid, you'd direct everything. Oh, mate, I got good. I got good at guitar. I got, yeah. to, I got to the point where if I'm I went for auditions and stuff, I would be one of the one of the better guitarists. I was always around. But if you'd gone, gone, gone on it like crazy, yeah, I should have. But I was working in an office. You see, this is I chose the wrong, made the wrong decisions for twenty years. Bubble hash is a solventless concentrate that is. Extracted via ice water. I'm already bored. <laughs> Children's books. Yeah. Anyway, this, J.K. Rowling got loads of rejection letters, didn't she, for Harry Potter? Did she? Yeah, she got loads. She kept them. Just she, she kept. I think she framed them or framed one of them or something. Her oh, first rejection letter she framed, and she got loads. 
and she she couldn't. Oh, I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it on Twitter. She couldn't pay for the, her bills, you know. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Well, do you know the story of Sylvester and, uh, Stallone? Ricky Gervais cut, went to a pub when he wrote The Office. He sat in a pub to write it because he couldn't afford the heating bills. So it was free, warmer to have a lemonade and cheaper than sit by the fire in a pub when he wrote The Office. Oh, right. Like, That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I love stories like that. Yeah, me too. So, so the Sylvester Stallone story... Oh, that's a brilliant one, yeah. Yeah, about how he got so poor, he had to sell his dog. And um, and then when he when he eventually gave the Rocky script and they said, we'll take it, they said, we'll give you £80,000 for it. And this is back in the fucking 70s. Yeah. 70s late 70s, 70s. Yeah. So £80,000 was a huge amount of money. And he was like, wicked, I want to star in it. And they're like, no. And he's like, all right, then don't give me the money. Yeah. And so he, he actually turned that money down. Yeah. yeah, he held out. And he made, did he... He made it himself. I know he won an Oscar, didn't he? For he won Best Picture for he, it. Was it Best Picture? Yeah. Did he, he win multiple Oscars? He's or? where he is because he's he Did he have multiple Oscasms. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's won any more, but he he I love his story because he was like, "Fuck you, I'm not selling out." This is what I'm trying to think about going back to the office. I'm like, it's going to get really rough without money, but I've if I don't do what I want to do now, I tried to do this back in 2014, and my ex-wife said. No, get a job. I'm not blaming her because it's my decision ultimately. But there was pressures on me where people were like, "No, you need to, you need to get a job." Because I was like, "I'm never going to work in an office again." And she's like, "No, you have to get a job." Which is why you quitting your job is wicked. No, but I quit my job because not because it was ethically I didn't want to do it. I did a good thing, but <laughs> uh, no, 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 but like no, but you, but it's not about ethics. It's about following your heart and your passion. Yeah, well, I did follow my. I'd always did, done done music, but it's just life brings you expenses doesn't it and then there comes a question of like self-belief and whether you can take that gamble and make enough money to survive doing what you love that can be a big gamble for a lot of people but there's never a right time to do it you just got to do it that's, and that's what i was that's what i was, so, I was saying to myself was it, what's the uh, expression life's what happens when you're making other plans i don't i've never heard that but is it john lennon or someone like that like, yeah life's, life's oh, he was a bastard wasn't he john lennon i well i everyone's a bastard do you know what I mean? I don't mind. All of these people, they're like, oh, you can't have this person because they were racist. You can't have that person because they were a wife beater. Kind of, and it's like, every. I'm not saying everyone's racist or wife beater, but I'm just saying everyone is human. So everyone's got a shit past. You can dig stuff. You know, if there's a statue of me, everyone would dig shit up that I've done. It's like... Like what? I don't... Well... <laughs> <laughs> I've been an arsehole. You talk about digging up the past or whatever. You beat like, a woman? No, but I did bruise Davina's arm the other day because, as a joke, I punched her on the arm as a joke, and now she's got a massive fucking bruise. <laughs> like we were punching each other as a joke, yeah. you know. You're going to go to the bad place now. Uh, oh, that's there you go. That's something. Have you watched that? I've watched it. Oh, yeah. The good, the good place. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Fun. Yeah, I've only watched up to season three. I loved it in the beginning, and then it just felt like they were making it up as they went along a bit. Well, they were because it turned but popular. In the beginning, and it was like, absolutely brilliant. First series of it. Yeah, really good. Like First it. and second. I like the second series. And I watched Upload as well. Have you seen that on Amazon? No. That's that, good. That's worth a watch, actually. I kind of came into that with yeah, the, <laughs> watching, it, uh, uh, watching it later on in the series, yeah. But I can yeah, that's good, that, though. Actually. Upload, what's it about? When you die, they kind of keep your consciousness in an upload on a disc, and they put you in this virtual world, so you're not dead, you're not alive. Well, that's cool. So like your body doesn't... But I'd it's like that, but, you? but But you've got to pay yeah. for everything. Yeah. So it's like a hotel and you've got, if you haven't got money, you've only got two gigabytes of data and you've got to make it last. So you can't read a book because that uses up a certain amount. It's really good. It's, it's, it's a bit slow, but when, oh, when it gets going, it's really good. I, I, I love conceptual stuff like that. That's why I love sci-fi because it's, I don't like sci-fi, which is Star Trek, 
you know, oh, here come the fucking Romulans. That's bollocks. I like sci-fi, which is all, who are we? Where do we come from? Yeah. Can I tell you my favourite sci-fi time loop thing yeah. in a nutshell? Is right. I absolutely love the Planet of the Apes films. And in the first Planet of the Apes film, he comes from the past. And at the end, you see the Statue of Liberty. So yeah, he's, he's in like, the future fools, with all the monkeys. Did it. Yeah, because right? he realised there was a nuclear war. So right? then there's the other films, and it progresses, and it's their life, and stuff like that. And then in the, la- in, in the third film, he goes back in time in the spaceship... So is, this the the, third is, film, is this the original film? The original like, film, not, not all no, the no, remakes. No, the original right? ones, yeah. yeah. Third film, one of the apes, the intelligent apes, is pregnant, and he makes a spaceship work from the first film and goes back in time to 1970s America with a pregnant chimpanzee from the future, and then oh, the pregnant yes. chimpanzee from the future gives birth, which begins the beginning of the uprising because it's of the apes, which destroys apes. the human race on the planet and makes them slaves. So if he hadn't have gone to the future, he wouldn't have been able to go back in time yeah. to create them. And yeah. that really does my head in, but I fucking love it. Well, but, no, that's how, I don't understand it, really. Well, that's exactly the same as how Terminator works. It, yeah. Terminator yeah. works with the fact that they wouldn't have been able to have a Terminator if the Terminator hadn't gone back and left his arm in the machine. Yeah. But then... He had to, someone had to make him to do that, but they'd already made him by that point. So it is a time loop as well. Can I also say, right, that in it's also amazing that they've got an ape walking down the street in flares and a suit in <laughs> 1970s America in a do film. They, it's brilliant. That? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, like film. a natural kind of I'd highly recommend them all. monkey. But they, they go back in time and they can talk and everything. You know, this guy turns up in a spaceship with a talking ape as I can remember it's yeah, been but they're a few not in years. flares no they? but they take this in they go back they go back in time to 70s New York or something oh but it's apes they take it's a pregnant apes. ape no he takes a pregnant ape from the future yeah, so you back in time who then gives birth to create the race of apes yeah but what apes are in flares no well in the movie when he takes from the back to the back from the future back to the 70s America yeah he takes her in a shop and buys her clothes and everything <laughs> oh, and she's right. talking and takes her for a walk down oh, the street right. and it's like wah wah guitar <laughs> and like flared trousers and like it's just, just brilliant it's, oh that's mental it's a really excellent film yeah that's mental I reckon if any animal's going to rise up it's going to be dolphins not the fucking monkeys one of the only other species that masturbate for pleasure <laughs> is it yeah that's how clever no, they, they are. or maybe it's have sex for pleasure actually my mate told me a really funny story was he was sitting on a train with his other friend his, his friend was going dolphins are smarter than humans and, and everyone was like how and he goes well because they can speak both dolphin and human <laughs> like, no, no, they can't. and my mate was like yeah but a dolphin can build this fucking train can it mate <laughs> <laughs> well some people try to say they're clever because they stay away from the trappings of uh what humans yeah, but they done. get caught in tuna fish nets. They're not that clever. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't know much about them. The reason, the only reason why I dolphins... Know that they either masturbate for pleasure <laughs> or have sex for pleasure, and that's it. But the reason why dolphins haven't fucking built houses and stuff isn't because they're like ecologists who are like, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the environment. We, we prefer, they're not like the Native Americans of animals. They're too thick to do it. It's like everyone always goes on about how humans have only been here for a tiny amount of millennia, whereas dolphins have been here for. Not dolphins. Dinosaurs were here for like... No, but there is some sort of dolphin that's prehistoric, isn't there? The one with the teeth. Yeah. yeah Amazon one, possibly. I could be making it up, but there is no, one No, it rings like a bell. I've seen that picture. Really old. When you were a kid, you see it in a kid's book. Yeah. But the point, but the point is, dinosaurs were here for millions of more years than humans. Well, apparently. <laughs> not called, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Not according to the Bible. 
But what the fuck did they do? Nothing. They were thick as shit. They were here for millions of years. They didn't do anything. They didn't build anything. They didn't cook anything. Listen, how the fuck did the dinosaurs get here from the moon then? <laughs> oh, good point. Well, the Illumin- this is what I was going to say about David Icke, right? You know you said he can't explain why they want to, like, the Illuminati wants to entrap us. His theory is the Illuminati come from Saturn and what they've done is they've the, they've built a, uh, the the moon is this a... This is your rock and roll? What are you trying to say? <laughs> they built a, uh, the moon is a space satellite radar thing and it beams... Like the Death Star. It, yes, it beams, but it beams, instead of beaming, instead of blowing the planet up, it beams down a five-sense reality to, and we're infinite space all-powerful spirits but the only reason why we feel limited is because the illuminati have limited us to this state of consciousness so by vibration or something isn't it is that by right? yeah but by using the moon as a fucking satellite to lower dish, the vibration, to lower the vibration. Right. and then what they do is they can feed off the vibrate that vibration and that's why he reckons pedophilia is so big in the illuminati because children in horror give off a different vibration to adults in horror so that's his that's his whole theory of why there's loads of child abuse. Sorry, say that again. Yeah, I, th- I know you're looking confused. It's not no, my theory. I wasn't fully listening. My mind drifted off for a second. Just say that again. Sorry. He says there's loads of child abuse and child sacrifice. In yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because children have a higher, better energy. So they want to kill them and eat them and drink their blood and okay. things. Okay. So they're energy vampires. But they're energy vampires. That's it. I don't, I'm not saying I agree with any of this. This is his theory. When children are tortured, they give off an energy which the Illuminati prefers. But he doesn't call them Illuminati. He calls them Gnostics. Now he st- he dropped the he dropped the word Illuminati. Um, he means Jews, though, doesn't he? He means Jews. Yeah, he basically means Jews, rich people, bankers. I, look, I like look. If you if you listen to David Icke talk about certain things, he's right about it. He's right about how the elites work. He he's right about in terms of like you well, know. You think he's right about it? What I mean is he's he's right about how multinational powers. Well, and, and, and elite governments work but then he goes whoa it's energy what's vampires. amazing was I remember clearly years ago before Jimmy Savile was exposed I remember him talking about it Jimmy Savile being a paedophile yeah he was right and people laughing I, re- I clearly remember yeah, he that he was right because he's been around for years all, hasn't he since that, the Wogan thing yeah. and, the, and YouTube he's, he's so interesting isn't he to like sort of observe him and I also remember him talking about the stuff about the royal family and all that stuff that's come out with Jeffrey Epstein on the news. He, yes, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. He's and I don't right know if he about all of him that. Or not. I th- he, he, no, he's right about Epstein. He's right about Savile. He's right about. I don't know how much he said about Epstein. You're right, but he's he talked long ago about all of this happening, and he's right about it. But and he talked about El- Elm House. You know the boys' home. Yeah, uh, uh, that's which, sorry, the guest house. Which not I boys recently home. also found out. I think it's true. I don't know for sure, but that Princess Diana was visiting the that Elm House place really at the time that Savile was there and that what are they, are they called anonymous or something they put stuff on the internet and they haven't put anything on for years and anonymous. they expose yeah. people and the, yeah 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 and that's I true to see they've YouTube. been surprisingly well, quiet they, they've been quiet for either three or five years this guy was saying on YouTube and then he said that they've put some stuff out recently about uh, I think it was Prince Andrew and stuff like that and Princess Diana oh no it was that they've said that Princess Diana was definitely killed and all this stuff. I, I don't know. I don't, killed. I, reckon, I don't believe in any conspiracy theories, but I reckon she was murdered. I'm, I'm not saying anything either way. I don't know, you know, because it's a just someone on fucking YouTube, Fiat, A it? white Fiat Uno was involved in that crash. That's but, never been seen. But, but, never but, been but, found. But, the most famous car crash in the history of the world. What's happened is this guy that was is very ill, so he's going to die in like a few months or something, this guy was saying, has come out with a 
who was in, who worked for Britain's Secret Service, has come out and said this is oh, actually what that. happened. Yeah, I think I saw that. And and they put it on. They're like hackers or something, aren't they? And she they put wrote it online. Or she whatever. wrote in a letter. I'm. They're going to kill me via a car crash. I'm not saying. Well, anyway, they did that. I'm yeah, she so wrote connected that. that. It's, they, it's also come out that she was visiting Elm House at that around that time as well, trying to help the kids, and she was documenting things and recording things after she got divorced she was documenting and recording things for evidence and that's why they killed her and somewhere oh, someone has the evidence this is what this guy was saying on youtube yeah and that's what anonymous was saying i think the, the thing is and this is the thing society is corrupt there is paedophilia there is loads of people fucking people over well, for there's always been paedophilia exactly exactly for one reason or another like multinational corporations are going to fuck over people and cover up stuff and, and there's loads of scandals tobacco companies are going to try and push products that kill you but it doesn't mean that fucking energy fanboys from saturn are controlling the world no. Do you know what I mean? You can you can take you can take it one step further and go, well, then it must be this Illuminati. There is no way that one group of people controls the world because <coughs> humans are so fucking disorganized. A secret like that cannot be so big. It's like I'm, I've argued with people recently about the moon landings on the internet, and people are like, it's fake. And I'm like, are you trying to tell me the thousands upon thousands of scientists? It's a involved? new documentary, isn't there, on Amazon Prime? Someone was putting on Facebook or something about it about the moon landings being fake. Oh, so it's, they're saying they're fake? Yeah. Oh, I, I love it because it's mental. It's long been said that uh, Stanley Kubrick was involved. Yeah. Yeah, do, that's do you tell, so after, after, after doing that 2001 or something, like... Did you see that and then in there's, The Shining? Yeah, I was going to say, actually, yeah. I, was, I was about to lead on to that. Yeah, there's like, references in The Shining yeah. with yeah, yeah. the kid with the, um, the, the rocket. Show, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, um... Well, I watched a documentary not that long ago. I say not that long ago, a few years ago about it where they were like, suggesting it was faked, but it was done in a kind of Channel 5, is it faked? Scandal. And then right at the end, they were like, yeah, but we can see where they landed on telescopes. See ya! <laughs> and I'm like, right. So I'm like, what the fuck? It's just... It's I watched an amazing one about extraterrestrial visitors with what looked like undeniable... What, Channel proof. 5? No, like a thing, I, I downloaded it, but... I love... I showed aliens. quite a bit Skinwalker Ranch. That was no, that was another one. That was a different one. But that what, what, there's another one. Oh. Bob Lazar. Have you seen, heard of him? Yeah, I've certainly heard about him. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast, wasn't he? And then there's yeah. another one, right? I watched. I'm not at all. I would say obsessed with it. But to me, logically, the possibility that there is life is that there, there is only that possibility in an infinite universe, isn't it? It was more ridiculous to think that we're the only life and there's no other life out yeah. there. Oh, no, it's absolutely absurd and egotistical nonsense of how unevolved we are that we think that. I mean, of course, there are, you know, it's undoubtable, Well, 500 it? years ago, we thought the sun went around the Earth. So I mean, at least we've established, well, a few of us have, that the Earth is flat now, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good. Uh, oh, fucking hell. My, mate, my, my sister's father-in-law, he's a full-blown conspiracy theorist like believes every conspiracy theorist and he said that the earth is flat but it's like an upside down fishbowl and it's like oh wow well, I, yeah he's he's deep in it mind you he could be right we don't know do we no we do know he's, he's definitely, <laughs> definitely wrong he's definitely fucking wrong no but anyway right so this woman she had this documentary she she had thirty-three thousand meters of film on a camcorder and she said that this Bit, this like craft, these crafts came throughout her life, and she was just like a sort of normal housewife woman. 
in Canada, right in the mountains. Yeah. They analysed all the film and everything, and they moved in the air, so like really quickly, so you'd see these like trails of light, and then you you wouldn't see it. And then when they took the film and looked at it, it was like one frame, and like f- there was no way that you could do that. And then he's taking a drink. <sighs> They were. Um, <laughs> oh, I've forgotten now. What was I saying? Oh, it's about this documentary. Another documentary. Yeah, they had loads of footage. And they, oh, it's ridiculous. And then they were saying they could communicate with them, these spaceships, by sitting around in circles and kind of meditating and trying to communicate with them on a sort of, sort of some level. And they'd shine a light and they'd move this light, and these spaceships would move, and they sit in this circle, and these fucking spaceships appear. And there's video, hundreds of videos of people doing it all over. I can't remember what it's called now. I'll Google it in a minute. So they like summon it using a torch? Yeah. No, they have a laser beam that they shine in the air like to say hello. And it's like they think with... I'll I'll, I'll Google it now on my phone. Yeah, Google it now so we can get the answer. Skinwalker Ranch stuff that we were watching. Now that sounds like a porno, mate. No, that's that's what I thought because it was Ian that mentioned it to Ed and I was just like, (laughs) this this is porn. (laughs) This this is Skinwalker Ranch. I, I was like, is this a play on... Uh, Skywalker Ranch, yeah. yeah that, that, and so <laughs> Skywalker Ranch is is it George Lucas's George Lucas's house? He so, called it, yeah. He, he it was originally called um, Howard the Duck Mansion, but then he changed <laughs> it. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Yeah. It's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Of the Fifth Kind. See what they've done there. Oh, right. My Google's not very good here for some reason. But so what is it? Is it a documentary on YouTube? No, I I acquired it. Yeah, I'll read you what it says. Cause that'll be All right, here we go. Here's the synopsis. <coughs> read it in a cool voice. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind presents the most controversial information ever released to the public. Whistleblowers and scientific experts Scientific <laughs> bring viewers face-to-face with extraterrestrial visitors and their massage for humanity. Massage? <laughs> Message. Oh, I'm trying to be funny. Oh, I see. I'd like to believe it's real. Well, there's there's several... The, the US military have released several bits of footage of well, them no, making sorry. contact. The, the yeah. other main thing I've just remembered, the other main thing of it is all these scientific experts are saying that the military are trying to teach us that <coughs> aliens are bad and they want to attack us through the media, like films like Independence Day, oh, and actually that they're nice and good and that independent people have been making contact with them. And a close encounter of the third kind is seeing a... A, a, a aliens thing, a, a UFO. I thought a close it was encounter of the fourth kind is being abducted, and a close encounter of the fifth kind is, fuck communi- fucking is communicating with them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, um, you'd think it'd be the other way around. That and communicating so, would come before abduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could be that, wrong with that. that, that that's possibly why they're going to. Well, I know. I thought abduction was the third kind, which is why the possibly. Spielberg film is called Abduction because he gets yeah. uh, called that. Sorry, because he gets. Taken. Oh, maybe the fourth kind is them telling you something and. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know some shit. But but I I've I fully believe that we've been um, vi- visited by aliens. In my opinion, right? In my completely baseless bullshit opinion, I believe that there is life everywhere all over the internet. Uh, over the internet. All over the internet. Yeah, definitely. There is life everywhere all over the galaxy, 
and maybe all over the universe. I don't know if you can travel between galaxies or what. There's loads of planets like us. There's loads of planets which are, you know, like cavemen style. There's loads of planets which are thousands of years it's more advanced. possibilities, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's just... It, it, the universe is so unbelievably big. Can it, I just ask you how you know this? Well, this is this is what I'm saying. I, it's, a, it's just my own opinion, just based on the numbers. So, for example, a supernova explosion is super rare super super it should be called a super rare explosion right as but it's so unbelievably rare that like it happens once every you know fucking billions of what years what is a supernova again it's when um, a star explodes these things are fucking super rare but we see like two or three a year even though they're mega mega rare because we're dealing with such high numbers you're mm. dealing with billions upon billions of planets all you need is a planet in the goldilocks zone around a stable star for several billion years and then you have life it's like you're trying to tell me that that doesn't exist billions of times over i don't know maybe i want to believe maybe i just want to believe no, maybe loads of stuff of ancient cultures like they what they think are probably spaceships and stuff in all the hieroglyphics and on all the mayan temples and even stuff like in all the you know this dom from the national gallery isn't there's paintings with ufos in the back i was gonna say i've had visitors come up to me and ask like where the section of the paintings with the ufos in it yeah like <laughs> old school not say old school <clears throat> yeah the religious paintings from the renaissance era like kind of 13th 15th century stuff with ufos in it's it's, famous one, yeah. it's not specifically kind of UFO. It's, it's it's when they're dealing with kind of like. Um, hang on, let me let me Google it. What what's the name of it? So you hang on UFO painting. What is it? National Gallery. Yeah, London. I'm t- Carlo Crivelli or whatever. I was, I was about to say it's Crivelli potentially. That what is it? That one. Yes, it's it's showing. Um, oh yeah, there's a full blown there is a full blown UFO coming in and beaming down onto a praying woman's head. Yeah, it's supposed to depict um, God oh, contacting. Not, oh, I was going to say it's not a UFO. That's something coming through the clouds. It's, it's God. It's it can be interpreted in multiple ways. People have interpreted it as being yeah the UFOs the enunciation making contact. It's Saint supposed Adimus. to like the theme of the painting is supposed to be God contacting the Virgin Mary. I think if I remember rightly. Yeah, that's not a fucking UFO themes. The but, light but ray from heaven represents Mary's impregnation from the Holy Spirit. That's what what people interpret. Yeah, look at it. Look at it. That's what people interpret it as. That is meant to be it coming through the clouds, but it does look like a UFO beaming into her head. Yeah. It's egg type, egg and oil on canvas. What does that mean? Egg, egg tempura. It's um, very early paint. To start what they use as paint. See, you might not be artistic, but you... Dom's Dom's very knowledgeable, I have to say, about art and art history. He's very good. He knows a lot. He's taught me a few things. Had some good ideas. Yeah. So it says here, painters at this time used symbolic meanings that were anything but random. Polidoro, whoever he is, calls the UFO explanation, reinterpreting with the eyes of 21st century Europeans the product of other cultures. So basically, he's like, it's not a fucking UFO, mate. Ed's about to do a pull-up. He's passing the massive spliff to Dom. Passing the torch? No, no, don't do it that way. Do it in a neutral grip. That's it. So, that's it. Oh, with my head in the middle of it? Yeah, your head yep. in the middle. Yeah. One. All the way down. Two. Look at this. Three. Two more, Ed. Four. Come on. One more. One more. 
everything you've got. Oh, mate, nice. I'm being put to shame here. That's going to hurt in the morning. Good work. Oh, Jesus. I thought you had a pull-up bar. I never use it. Oh, all right. Well, check him out. <laughs> Breathing heavily into the mic. You know when people Sorry, are... Sorry, I've just come. But what? You know when people ask you what good things you've seen on TV or Netflix or whatever? Dark. It, it's the, it is the 2020 version of what music are you into? You know, you just go blank. No, I can think of th- th- three things, actually, that I've watched recently that are wicked. Come on. One, two on BBC. One Don told me about. BBC? Which I'll is called I May Destroy You. Oh, I've heard this is really Absolutely good. Absolutely excellent. Right, what's it about? Your sister mentioned it on... Yeah, so yeah. It's about a girl that is, like, set, date, date, not date rape. She basically goes to a bar and they put some hypnotising in her drink and she's raped in the toilets. And she's an author and it's about her dealing with that. And do you want me to? Do, I don't want to tell you what happened though. No, I'm no, don't tell me. It. But that's it. That's the that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, but it's over the space of a year. It's excellent. Best thing I've seen for ages. Um, and the other thing, which is fucking wicked, was on BBC called "The Secret She Keeps," yeah. about uh, Dom. Dom watched some of it as well. It's about child abduction. It, well, well, it's it's more than that. Oh, I haven't heard yeah. about that. Well, it's basically this woman is stalking this other woman. It's Australian. It's about her baby goes missing, and it's got loads of twists in it. It's really good. And then I watched, um, oh, I've watched loads of good stuff. Oh, I watched all of Line of Duty. Oh, that's, that's going to be good. Wicked. I love that actress. So glad I, I watched love that it. actress, but I, I, um, yeah, she's in the, um, uh, Shane Meadows. England. Yeah, she's stuff, really good. She? She's yeah. so fucking good. It's about the fraud in the police, like corruption okay. in the police. I want to watch Serpico. Because um, I read about it last night. That's it, old, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, old. It's an old seventies Al Pacino movie. But apparently, it's a true story about a guy in the police who was uncorruptible, essentially in a in a massively corrupt police force. Is that where the Attica chant came from, or is that another film? I forget. Uh, that's but I do, I do want to watch it. I'm going to get a good tan How on my face. How many pull-ups did Dom do? He, half. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, Go on, do another one. Do another one now. Go on. Uh, Jump up for the first one, and it's easier. No, no cheating. Start from a dead hang. <laughs> Are you filming me doing this? Not yet. I <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not going to do it. No, oh, go, go on. on. I'm go not on. being filmed doing this. Oh, all right. I won't film you. I won't film. God, no fun. No, I know. I suppose, re- I suppose recording it on a podcast is good enough. Dom, just do it, man. <laughs> Actually, jump. You got to put your you got to put your legs up to your knees. That's it. To your chest. That's it. Now down. Good. Now all the way up. Pull with everything you got. He's hanging. He's hanging with straight arms. Okay. He's given up. I don't think I went down that low, though. Right, I'm going to do some dead hangs. Here I we have go. particularly weak back and shoulders. Right, someone, someone's going to have to compensate because I'm not going to be on mic. Uh, I think we can manage that. He's tensing his face, breathing deeply, dead weight. One, two, looking calm and measured. Three, slowing down a bit. One. I, th- I thought you were supposed to breathe through Two. Out. To manage just two. <laughs> Not a bad effort. Uh, to be fair, that's about his fourth set or something. He has done. That was five. I, 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 could do, I could do more. I could do more. My, Bence, re- Bence my record's now 12. Approaching the, my uh, record's 12, and that's not even. It's approaching the climbing frame. Oh, you are. <laughs> 43 in Dom's Garden doing pull ups. 18 again, mate. 18 again. That's it, and then down. That's it. It's good to start like that. That's it. Back up. Good. I was going to say at least half ones. Whatever. It's not. Is good. a good start. That's impossible. 
dead hang. But surely, if I did started doing loads of them, then eventually the one from hanging dead weight would be easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah piece of piss. But you've gone to the gym for a long time or done exercise. Progressive overload. For a long time. I've been... I've been jibbing on and off for nearly 20 years. I was about to say. And you still wouldn't think it looking at me. It's fucking ridiculous. You play yourself down. You Well, thank you, but that's I, I'm still super skinny. Why do you not put like weight on then? I've had various health problems where I've had to start and stop over the years. What would and you I'm, have to eat? I'm also the thinnest person. If I'm, you took up bodybuilding tomorrow, what would your diet be? Um, well, I, I do eat like that anyway, really. Maybe you should eat more then. Yeah, but then I get fat. I'm not going to be a bodybuilder, so now it's just about being in good shape, looking yeah. all, looking all right with your clothes off. I look like Mr. Bean. <laughs> I watch Mr. Bean the cartoon with my boy. He loves it. It's excellent, isn't it? <clears throat> I think that's probably a slightly different body shape then to be comparing to. But I have... My ankles are so skinny, no one has skinnier ankles than me that I've ever met, ever. So think about that. That's like... I'm like a freaky, freakish outlier. I've never... Let's have a look. I'm wearing yeah. thi- I'm wearing thick socks as well. Look at that. Can you do that? Look, I can do that. I can put my fingers around my ankles. No, there's about an inch. Yeah, exactly. Of course you can't. I can. What about your wrists? Are they? Yeah, tiny. I'm t- I'm tiny. Erect penis. <laughs> what an inch <laughs> is that like, de- for the girl? I was, I, was, I was about to defend myself. Width, if you were measuring it across, as the crow flies, what uh, well, would be the? I- girth of it when, Look, if when I, fully erect if I don't defend myself couple of it sounds like I have a small dick <laughs> if I do defend myself it either says I have a small dick or I'm boasting about the fact that I don't I can't win but suff- you're trapped yeah but suffice to say I'm um, put it this way every time I've ever met a girl that is not the thing I'm worried about the thing I'm worried about is my ankles and legs and how skinny I am yeah. that kind of thing steroids yeah. I don't, well that's the other thing, thing about steroids it shrinks your balls yeah exactly I'm not taking anything that fucking shrinks my no, balls no and the fact you have to inject them generally is oh that's alright you, you trust yourself as a kind of tra- trained professional to be a oh yeah good point not really hitting exact veins or whatever it is you have to yeah not really then you inject steroids into the muscle instead yeah oh, yeah mm. well does it go in the muscle not the vein it must go in the vein uh, I have turning me on I have no idea I'm, <laughs> I'm not good with needles my so, last my last real kind of major uh, needle interactions was... Heroin. When I broke my leg. Oh, yeah. And I had to have like a kind of blood What year was that? Uh, Hang on, let me guess. 97. <coughs> got it one. Wow. Yes. That's excellent. There we go. I remember. I remember Spice Girls were in the chart and Diana had died. How yeah, old were we then? 20? That, that weekend. That weekend, um, yeah. I'd, I'd gone to hospital on the Tuesday. I, remember, I can't weekend. remember how old you are because you could drop back a couple of years at school a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? You're, how I'm, old are you year, now? I'm the year below you. Yeah, I'm 42, and you guys are 43, yeah. uh, which is unusual because normally I hang around with people who are younger than me. Because I went to university two years late, and, yeah, uh, and I'm friends with people like Will and. Is he not the same age as you? Will's the year below me. Oh. Will yeah, and James Dick and Owen yeah. and all that. And so you're like their sugar daddy. Yeah, uh, yeah. They look up to you. <laughs> yeah, they do. I'm the governor, and then and then my uni mates are two years younger than me, so I feel fucking old. But then I hang around with like you two. Pretty, Ed, all of that, and you're all a year older than me, so that makes me feel better. I'm not, I know people older than. No, I know. I'm talking about. Oh, I've I'm got a couple of friends from the year above at QE. Oh, do you? Yeah, Dan Faulkner. You know Dan Faulkner, don't you? Maybe, maybe, maybe met him. You'd recognise him. He wouldn't like his name being on. He works for. I'm uh, going to call this. Say. I'm going to call this podcast episode Dan Faulkner. <laughs> <laughs> this is welcome to the Dan Faulkner experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, how long are we done? 
we could, we do could, you have to listen to this all back? I have to listen to it all it back and edit it. And oh god! I have to listen, mate. You've had enough now, haven't you? No, I haven't had enough. You're it's just up. I think we're I think we've we've got a good amount of quality. You, any, anything chat. more than Ish. anything more than about an hour final cut, an hour or seventy minutes, people stop listening. <clears throat> well, they don't listen anyway. <laughs> so there you go. Well, this has been the early late night review. That's what this show's called. Mm. The early late night review. Can we not have check, a really nice bed, summing up from Dom? We can have some summing ups. A bit like Jerry Springer. We can have some style. last... We, what I want is some last words from both of you to sum up. Here's, here's a question. If you had... If you could go back to your 17-year-old self and give him a succinct bit of advice, what would it be? Easy. Go on. Save up some money. <laughs> yeah. Very pra- It'd be like fuck Fucking off, granddad. Simple. Fucking simple, yeah. I'd punch myself, beat myself into submission. That I promise I'd do it. Put money aside every month. Really? Yeah. To be fair, like if you're going back to your 17 year old self, you could say just stick like a ten and buy each month, or whatever. Like just a like a, invest, a, a, a near like unnoticeable invest. amount kind of thing. Yeah. Almost. Stick it in a an ISA or stick it in a managed fund. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Even, even just a basic savings account, or whatever. Just putting something Maybe by each bit. It doesn't matter. I can't go back in time because I can relive my life through my son anyway. So yeah, that's fine. what I'm planning on doing. I'm yeah. planning on putting all it's my great. failures and guilt onto him. He loves. He loves uh, music and art. Funnily enough, and yeah, but that makes sense. That makes sense because he's yours. With my three stepsons, obviously my son's only three, so he's a bit too young to condition like that. But the others, I tell them all the time. For example, this morning, the 10-year-old, I said to him, this is the start of summer holiday today, you have to think of a project or something that you want to do. You can't just sit on your fucking ass playing computer games all day. Yeah. You, it's summer. You <clears> need to do... I've just done that for the majority of the lockdown, to be honest. So, yeah, that's good advice. I would, I would say something to myself like, I, what I would say is no matter what anyone tells you, follow your heart follow your passion because that's that internal compass will never do you wrong but other people always have bullshit that they've got to say to you some people want to burst your bubble just because they feel shit about themselves so ignore every other cunt and just fucking listen listen yeah, to listen to your inner voice get good at tuning into that and go and fucking do what you want to do and i'm 42 and i've only started doing that there's not much more I can say to that, yeah. Just well, that's it. So thanks for listening. That's be great. Be kind to yourself and each other. Be kind to yourself and each other. I like that. Be kind to yourself. Jerry Springer. It was. It was be good to yourself and be, others. Be or. good to yourself and others, yeah. He basically, got, he basically got everyone on stage for like some kind of human zoo, got them to ruck for money and... Marry a horse. Uh, Someone uh, married a horse on Jerry Springer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then he went on and went, hey, everybody, be nice to each other. It's like you're running some kind of freak show profit machine. Anyway, we, we could have ended on a better note, but <laughs> we've, we've just dragged back. All right, well, thanks for joining us, Ed. Bye. Want to plug your Instagram? Nah. Okay. Yeah, I do. No, no, I don't. <laughs> No, actually, well, sorry, go on. It's no, no, leave it. Oh, right, no, it's fine. Dom, do you want no, to? No, sorry, can I actually? <laughs> yeah, it's Ed Benstead Art right. Instagram. Yeah, I think a good, good artist. Yeah, and musician, trumpet for hire if you want him. And Dom, can I just say actually, thanks? Yeah, sorry, Dom. Yeah, thanks. <coughs> no, that's thanks right, much. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, I've had fun. It's been a good to see everyone. It's the first time I've done a podcast outside, and it's been lovely. Bye, uh, bye. Is that it? Is that it? That's it.